Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast. Welcome in if you are first joining us. I will introduce myself because I have not done that in a few episodes. I am Max with the YouTube channel M Swizzle, as you would know us because you clicked on the YouTube video. Guys, screw all the intro stuff. I'm posting this podcast on September 30th. I had to check if there was a September 31st. It is October tomorrow as of me posting this. Maybe for you watching, it's already October. I don't know. It's nuts. Anyways, I needed to say that because I couldn't believe we're now in October. Bro, it was January yesterday. Either way, either way, either way. We have tons of things to discuss on today's Nintendo podcast show. Let's run you through what we are doing. So, in just a minute, we'll begin telling you a bunch of Nintendo news. I know that a lot of you come to this podcast for news. We're, we're bringing you so much news today. We have a lot of it. And then, guys, in just about one week, less than a week as of you seeing this, <sighs> Detective Pikachu Returns releases for the Nintendo Switch. This week, we are streaming the original game on my YouTube channel uh, Saturday, probably Monday, Wednesday, and... I think maybe Thursday night. So if you're seeing this podcast on Saturday, join me 12 p.m. Eastern time. We are streaming Detective Pikachu for the 3DS. But either way, the sequel to that game comes out comes out Friday. We have a full segment on this podcast, uh, you know, about that game. And then we also have an attempt to make this podcast more evergreen. You guys might come to this show for your Nintendo news. Perfect. We bring you news every single week surrounding Nintendo. I don't mind that at all, but I want to make this podcast more evergreen, something that people can get some enjoyment out of a year down the line. So for the segment after the Pikachu one, we're going to settle controversial Nintendo topics. I have five burning topics that are controversial in the Nintendo community. We're going to settle them, fix them, and give an appropriate response and have a nice little talking session and break down these points. If you are a Nintendo fan, this entire show is for you. And at the end of all that, after all that is done, that's a lot of content right there. After all that, we answer your questions that you have asked me. We answer about 10 to 12 questions. With that said, let's not delay all the great content coming your way. Let's first dive into our Nintendo news stuff. And if you want to see any other parts of the podcast that I mentioned, feel free to skip through the podcast. There are timestamps either in the description. Uh, if they're not already on like the little slider on YouTube or Spotify, I know that Spotify has like the little timestamps show on the slider bar YouTube does. I don't know that Apple podcast does either way. Timestamps are in the description if you do want to fast forward and see a certain part. With that said, Nintendo news, here we go. I'm not joking. Like, the fact that it's October tomorrow is disgusting. That is disgusting. Either way, October should be a great month, and I'm excited for it, guys. I recently got back into Disney Infinity. Sorry, we're getting to Nintendo news. I just like <laughs> I like to talk to you at the beginning of the segment. I got back into Disney Infinity. Phenomenal game. Anyways, Nintendo news. So, as you may or may not know, maybe this is your first time in this podcast. Maybe it's your 57th time as we are on the 57th episode. Who knows what time it is? But, you know, you might know 
that this is a weekly podcast. We post every Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern time. No need to watch, you know, at that time, but that is when we post because, you know, it kind of gets into your feed that morning. That's, that's, the, that's the secret sauce here. So I do that, and we post every Saturday. So we cover news from every day of the last week. That would date back to last Saturday. Last Saturday was, is that right? Hold on, wait. Yeah, last Saturday was September 23rd. Can I tell you guys, there was not really any news on September 23rd, so we're just going to casually start with September 24th, if that sounds good. Okay, nice, cool. You know, we we have a connection like that. You know, we can just skip by one day. Because if you don't know, Nintendo doesn't really put out any news on weekends, hence why we post on weekends, so we don't miss anything. So we did our job. So anyways, we, we, we begin with September 24th, a great Sunday. Football was on in America. The commanders lost, but that's okay. That's okay. We we move past that. And our first piece of news has to do with Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's nothing brand new. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna say, guys, DLC announced. No, 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 no. Nothing big like that. Nothing even remotely that size. But if you have Tears of the Kingdom, you know, you're still playing through, you haven't beaten it, I have some news for you. As long as the cartridge is in your Switch, or the, or the you know, digital version is on the Switch, we, we can do this. So, we have three brand new, not brand new, three, a brand new opportunity to get three free Zelda items in the game. So, basically, there are three items that you're able to to get, I am stupid, let me bring up the notes, you can get a, a uh, Octo Balloon, a Zonai Rocket Device, and a Traveler's Shield. If you just do the following task, head over to the News tab on your Nintendo Switch, and then, whew, there's an article there, I don't know what it's called, I can't actually find the article, I tried to find it, but... I don't know why it's not showing for me. You know, maybe I'm too greedy. I've already redeemed enough items. It, you know, it, 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 it doesn't want to show me it. But I could not find the article. There is an article there. You got to find it. And it'll give you those three items. It is totally free on the Switch. Go and seek it out. But I did want to let you know that there are three free items to redeem. And so you go on the article. And then you have to scroll down to the bottom of the article. And then hit like launch game. And then you'll be able to go into the game and it'll give you those three items. Once again, those items are an Octo Balloon, a Zonai Rocket Device, and a Traveler's Shield for your first piece of news. Not too bad. Free item. You know, you can never complain about free. You can If you complain about free, something ain't right. Because it's free. You take it or leave it. For me personally, I beat the game. I'm going to leave it. I don't really care to redeem an Octo Balloon in a Zone I like, I'm good. So, this is not a must-redeem thing. Like, sometimes with Pokemon, we'll have some special codes that you redeem, and, you know, you get a free epic Charizard. Like, that's kind of a more urgent thing. This is three random items. You, you don't you don't need these, but if you're mid-playthrough, these can help you out. Either way, that is all of the news, actually, that came from last Sunday. Not much, but once again, there's not really any news on, on the weekend. So... You might think, well, the next day in our list is Monday. There's obviously news on Monday. Guys, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. There was like nothing newsworthy that came from September 25th, Monday. There was like nothing there. 
I tried to Google, you know, guys, I do the deep dive. I don't just scroll on, you know, Nintendo's Twitter. I do the deep dive. I go to every Nintendo news news website known to man, look for somewhat reasonable news to put in this show. Like, like if I wanted to, I could bring you this Pikachu air freshener is available in Taiwan. But like, do you care for Pikachu air? You know, actually, Pikachu... A Pikachu air freshener sounds sick, but unfortunately, there's not there's nothing like that uh, that I know of. You know, maybe there's something, but it's not in our news today. So empty day on Monday, September 25th. But there is one thing to discuss. It's it's not news, but guys, September 25th marks one week away from October 2nd. And do you know what October 2nd is? October 2nd is four days away from the release of Detective Pikachu Returns, guys! So, that began the one-week countdown until then, and it's also 18 days until Super Mario Bros. Wonder releases. So, you know, October 2nd is big, but we move on to actual news. You're probably like, Max, get, get to the news, you know? We're doing so. So, now, September 26th news. We actually have a lot of news, and we begin this day with a bang, okay? We begin this with a bang. And by bang, I unfortunately have to tell you, this is not fully Nintendo news, this first one, but it's big news. Because I guarantee you, actually, I don't, I, I take it back. You have might have, you might have played a FIFA game in your lifetime. And the reason I wanted to bring this up, even though it is not Nintendo news, is EA has removed all FIFA games, FIFA uh, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, all these from digital stores. So you cannot get them on Xbox, not PlayStation, not Switch. I bring this up because one, it's a big thing. As you know, uh, EA Sports, who makes the FIFA games, is no longer going to be using the FIFA name. They've had problems with it uh, over the past year. And so now they actually just released uh, their new, it's essentially FIFA, but not called FIFA. It's called EA Sports FC. Uh, they released the, 20, uh, the 2024 version of that, actually today as of recording, um, the 29th of September. They had released that, and because they cannot use the FIFA name anymore, they have taken down all FIFA games from the, from the uh, digital storefronts. If you want any FIFA game, physically, you need to buy it now. Because scalpers galore, I tell you. Scalpers galore. Can we look at the price of something like FIFA 23? Has that already gone up? FIFA 23. Has it gone up? Because you can't buy it digitally. Um, no, it has not. They're actually pretty low. But, like, in, in due time, like, FIFA 17, I don't think sold very well. Like, that game's gonna shoot. Like, you need to buy a FIFA game right now if you want any. But... That is kind of like a, it's the end of an era. They've like always had the FIFA name. And I used to love FIFA games like in my childhood. Um, I guess it's, that's, that's coming to an end. Like, bro, there's this one FIFA commercial. Um, it, it, was, it was a holiday commercial for the Xbox One version of FIFA 16 where Messi and Aguero were like playing the game. And it was a Christmas commercial. There was like snow. There was like a reindeer, and there was Santa. If you search like FIFA 16, Messi and Aguero winter commercial, that th that commercial is the bomb. That's my childhood. Wanted to relive that for a second, but anyways, 
Good thing I own a bunch of FIFA games because they are no longer available digitally. FIFA uh, FIFA 23 is still on the Switch eShop, but you cannot buy it. So it's all gone. Anyways, I wanted to bring that up because it is news and it is somewhat Nintendo related because it's on, you know, Nintendo platforms. It kind of makes sense. Anyways, now to our actual Nintendo news. I wouldn't be shocked if you actually like like just skipped here from the FIFA segment. Like you might have like just skipped to this part. You skipped over FIFA. I don't blame you. All right, guys. Here we go. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is in the news twice for September 26th. Twice. Two times. Big stuff, guys. Big stuff. So what is what is this game in the news for? Well, I'll tell you. So Pokemon Scarlet and Violet have a brand new physical edition releasing. This physical copy of the game will have the DLC, the Treasure of Area Zero, on the cartridge and in this physical version of the game. I mean, listen, they've done this before. They put Pokemon Sword and the DLC in a little physical game, into one little bundle to make it easier when you're buying the game. They like to do that. I don't. I, I never fully understood it, but I guess they're doing it again. So this physical copy of Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet releases on November third. Here's my biggest concern with this guys if you have been following pokemon or you know something something you might know that pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet's dlc is not even done we're just selling unfinished dlc it says pokemon scarlet or violet dlc you know and then plus the the uh, dlc Treasure of Area Zero. And it's not even, like, done. Like, they put out the first part, Teal Mask. But, I mean, I guess it'll be close to being done when it releases. Like, when does the, the, the second part of the DLC release? Uh, Pokemon, Scarlet, and Violet. <laughs> In, it's the Indigo disc, right? Oh, wait a minute. No. D does, does, does that also release? No, no, it says that releases Winter 2023. Which, that would have to be... Wouldn't that have to be, like... Hold on. I'm seeing conflicting release dates. This release date... Okay. There's, like, three different release dates that I see. One of them says April 30th of next year. One says winter 2023, which would have to be, like, December 22nd. Um, there's physical copies for this releasing on the 3rd of November. Uh, I don't think that, that, the sec that, 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 that the second part of the DLC is releasing anytime soon with this bundle so it's just weird they're putting out this dlc bundle when your dlc isn't even fully out odd to me maybe i'm misunderstanding i don't believe that i am though odd but that's releasing on november 3rd and nintendo when they find a release date it appears they like to put everything on that release date so we first got the release date of warrior move it that releases guess what november 3rd and then we got the release date of the Zelda and the Ganondorf Amiibo. Guess when that releases? November 3rd. <laughs> and then now we have Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet DLC. Bundle, physical version, releases. Guess when? 
November 3rd. Like, bro, you're spending money that day. At You're, you're at least buying WarioWare Move It. All the homies are buying WarioWare Move It. If you're on the fence of buying WarioWare Move It, I don't even own the game yet. It's not even out yet. You're buying the game. It's, it's going to be great. I hope that, that that doesn't age well. But the game should be great. And then you're also buying the Zelda Amiibo. Or maybe you're not. But what do they even do? Do they just, like, give you outfits? I don't <laughs> Dude... And we're just like, as Nintendo, like, we're just wasting money. As Nintendo fans, we like to waste money. And that's the day. That's just the designated day. We spend money. With that said, we move on to the other ounce of Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet news. We have a brand new Terror Raid battle announced for the game. So we have the Hisuian Decidui Terror Raid battle event announced now if you do not know what a terror raid battle is what that is is you essentially are a team of about four different players and you're fighting this one big pokemon that's like if me if there were four of your friends you and four you and three other friends were fighting me and i was this big bad monster that i am not you know and you're fighting me that's how it is. You're taking on a big boss. That's like what Mario, Luigi, Peach, and who's the other character? Mario, Luigi, and the two Toads in Mario Bros. U take on the big version of Bowser. Like, that's what this is. That is what this is equivalent to. And so that is going on. It is a Terror Raid battle. It is a seven-star Terror Raid battle, which, for my money, that's, that, that's going to be hard to beat. So there are two different times this is going on. The first time this, this terror raid goes on is October 6th to October 8th. It'll end there. And then it comes back on October 13th and ends on October 15th, which is actually very soon. I find it odd that the first one is on October 6th, considering that another Pokemon game that we've mentioned already Detective Pikachu Returns releases on that day. You are distracting people from playing your brand new game. Uh, not the best move. Not the best move, I would say. I would say, you know, what if you put out this terror raid battle, you know, I don't know, on October 7th? It would just, it would look a little better. I understand that, you know, you're making it over the course of a weekend. But it's just still kind of weird to me. It's just kind of weird. I don't know. I would have put it on a different day. That's just me personally, though. That's just that's just me. Why does my background back here keep, keep on changing, you know, what it is? I don't know. I'll just let it. This is some, like, fiery blue. I'll just keep it. It looks kind of cool. I don't know. Sorry. For audio listeners, uh, I have, like, a TV, TV behind me, and the background of it, like, keeps on changing. I don't know. I'll just let it. You know what? I have an idea. Let's switch it to a fall background. Let's go here. Let's go here. Nickelodeon. And I'll set it to this autumn autumn thing. Now, we got to turn the volume of the TV down. Otherwise, it'll chirp at me. But, uh, yeah, there, there we go. We have a fall background now. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Anyways, next piece of news. Guys, we have September 27th. Now, this first piece of news for September 27th kind of confuse me i'll say i didn't you know i saw it and it's like the coolest thing in the world but i don't know it's cool but 
in all places, you put what I'm about to say, you put this in Australia? I don't know. So, anyways, what's in Australia? You're probably asking me. Well, spotted in Australia was a Super Mario Bros. Wonder cable car driving around Australia. It was a cable car, which is like a... It's called a, it's it's called a tram over there is 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 that right a tram a tram a cable car one of those things call it a bus let's just can we compromise on bus call it a bus now when I said why is it in Australia I have no problem with Australia I just like I feel like most of your audience is in Japan you know what maybe that's that's their plan. Because although there are tons of Nintendo fans in Australia, their big audience is in Japan, and then everyone in America loves loves Nintendo. Maybe it's low in Australia, so we're advertising in Australia. Maybe that's the plan. Yo, their marketing team is sick. They know how to market. So we have this cable car tram bus driving around Australia like nobody's business, just promoting Super Mario Bros. Wonder. This whole tram, this cable car is wrapped in Mario Bros. Wonder promotion. It is blue, it is purple, it has elephants on it. It says Mario Wonder out October 20th. It is the massive promo for Australia. So I wanted to bring it up. It is cool and it's very rare that Nintendo actually does cool things like this where they wrap an entire uh, cable car tram to promote something. The last time that they did it was actually recently, but like before that was like virtually forever ago. They did it last time with the Mario Bros. movie. They, they didn't, like, wrap a cable car, but they had, like, a Mario Mario plumbing bus for, for, you know, promotion. So, before that, I don't remember the last time they wrapped a bus or a car or a cable car to promote a game. I don't remember that. So, it's a very cool thing when they do that, and that's a cool little thing to bring up right there. Now, we said, you know, this cable car is wrapped in blue and purple and all the Mario Wonder colors. Do you know what else is blue? And actually, more so Nintendo Switch related and not Nintendo related. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. The man, the myth, the legend. So, Sonic the Hedgehog. Speaking of Mario Wonder, this Sonic has a new video game coming out on October 17th, three days before Mario Bros. Wonder, which is a horrendous idea. Why would you release a game three days before Mario Bros. Wonder? It never really made sense to me. You know, when I saw the release date, that time frame looked awfully familiar. And that was right when Mario Wonder releases. Not ever, not like not everyone wants to spend 120 bucks that week, 60 on Mario, 60 on Sonic. No, not everyone wants to do that. So I'm not buying it that week. That's a bad idea. Anyway, speaking of 60, Sonic Superstars is confirmed to play at 60 frames per second. Now, that's cool news. That is cool news. 60 frames. So, if you do not know, and I just spoke gibberish to you, Max, Max, what is, what is 60 frames per second? What does that mean? What is that? So, basically, when you're playing a game on Nintendo Switch, some games are a little choppier than others, and some are a bit more smooth than, other, than, than, than others. So, there's typically 
two frame rates, two very common frame rates that you'll see on Switch games. There's 30 and 60. 60 is the better one. 30 frames per second you see in some games like, I believe, Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild were 30 frames. Uh, but something like, like 60 frames per second was Splatoon 3. Splatoon 3 is 60, uh, very obscure game, but Mario Strikers is 60 frames per second, and so you can kind of notice these games are uh, one choppier, one smoother. Sonic Superstars is using the smoother frame rate, and obviously it's a power thing, like Animal Crossing New Horizons is 30 frames per second. And, sorry, and it would be much nicer and smoother if it was 60. But it's not. So it's a power issue. But Sonic Superstars is a little 2D game that is running at 60 frames per second when it lands on Nintendo Switch October 17th. Cool stuff. Let me know in the comments if you're picking that up on release date or close to release date. Because I want to know. Uh, well, comment either way. Are you buying it? Comment, yes, I'm buying it. Or no, I'm not buying it. And tell me why. Because I feel like it's a really bad idea to have it that close to Mario Bros. Wonder. I don't want to spend that much money that week. I'm going to buy this game, but not that week. I don't know. Poor, poor release date. And then, guys, little Pikmin 4 news for you. For anybody out there who's a big Pikmin fan or who is knee-deep into their Pikmin 4 gameplay, we have a little update for you. Pikmin 4 has been updated to version 1.0.2. No one can complain. Now, this actually fixed a lot of issues, and there's about like eight to ten patch notes and they get like th there's a few juicy ones as it goes on that i want to talk about so the game was updated to version 1.0.2 once again tons of patch notes i'm gonna run through them and i'm gonna stop on a few that are actually like kind of funny and interesting so first issue fixed with version 1.0.2 they fixed an issue where some treasures would disappear when the player rewound time. Then fix an issue where dialogue would fail to proceed when the player talked to castaways with side missions. Fix an issue where all characters would disappear from the rescue command post. It would be a ghost town over there. Fix an issue where the player would not have enough glow sap needed for treatment. If the player doesn't have enough glow sap as a result of this bug, their stock will be replenished with that amount at the end of the day. Fixed an issue where the player could significantly increase the number of Pikmin. Guys, who knows how to do that? I have not yet updated my game of Pikmin 4. Can somebody please help me figure out how to spawn in like 200 Pikmin and crash my game. How do we do that? Can we search right? Like, hold on. How to increase or Pikmin for um, 200 or Pikmin for Pikmin amount glitch. Can we search that? Does that yield results? Um, it'll include some extras of Pikmin. Um, yeah. So you can do it. It involves candy pop bud, and it spits out more seeds. So it spits out more Pikmin than it should. Those, those like, converters, I think. Yeah. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Infinite purple Pikmin duplication and break the Pikmin limit. 
Yeah, it's out there. I'm gonna try that later. Oh my god. Okay, okay, so that's fixed now. Don't update your game if you want to have some fun. And then, fix an issue where the player's screen would, would remain dark after they skipped the cutscene. So your game would effectively crash and you need to restart it. That would not be good. Fix an issue where some treasures would stop being transportable. If the treasure was already in a state where it couldn't be transported, it'll return to its original position after three in-game days. Then the player will be able to transport it. Yay! Fun times! Fixed other issues to improve gameplay experience. And then here's a, here's not, you know, a bug fix, but here is an addition added to the game. We don't see, like, many additions added to the game, you know, after the game releases. This is an addition. They've added a progress bar to loading screens so players can see the progress on loading times. For players who have purchased the digital version, loading times can be shortened by moving the software data to the internal storage, not your micro SD card. So, now there's a progress bar on loading screens. We don't see that often. You do in some games, but not many. Like, um, I was gonna say Tears of the, Tears of the Kingdom didn't have that, but does it actually? Does, doesn't it have like that logo that like gets filled up or whatever? I could be wrong. Um, but most games don't have loading screen bars. It's cool that Pikmin 4 has it. And I want to see what it looks like. I have not, as I said, I've not updated my game yet. So I've got to see what that looks like. But tons of, tons of changes to Pikmin 4. Go in after you mess around with the uh, infinite Pikmin glitch. Go and download the update, tons of cool things fixed, and it's something brand new added. Very cool. Now, last bit of news for September 27th, <clears throat> the My Nintendo Store. Speaking of you Australians out there, the Nintendo Store in Australia, or the like My Nintendo Store that, that like ships you out things, is now offering Mario Hanafuda postcard packs. Say that 10 times fast. Mario Hanafuda po postcard, <laughs> postcard pack. I don't know, kind of hard for me. Anyways, what this is, is if you don't know, Nintendo started out their entire company making Hanafuda cards. These are cool Japanese cards. I actually own some, and they're very cool to look at. They have cool little designs on them. This is what Nintendo used to make when they were coming up, you know, before the Marios, before the Peaches, before all the, all the Toadsworths, you know, everything. They used to make these. So they're now offering postcards of these Hanafuda cards in Australia. And there are eight of them in the pack that, that you know you can buy. And they look partially fall or autumn themed. Uh, they are black and orange, and there are some colored leaves on a couple of the cards. So it looks fall, Halloween themed. Very, very cool. And it's only 400 platinum points. So it's my Nintendo, but in Australia. You can get that imported if you want to, probably, because, you know, there are services that do that. Like, if you want to buy something from Japan, you ship it here, they ship it to you. You're paying a middleman right there. So, if you want that imported, you can do so, but I thought it was way too cool to not bring up in the podcast for any Aussies out there. Uh, if you're an Australian, if you live in Australia, comment down below. I need to know if there are any Australians listening. Because I have to feel more motivated to, like, bring you news that has to do with Australia. Because there's one more piece of news, I believe, in this notes that has to do with, with, with Australia. If you're an Aussie, let me know, okay? Let me know. 
And then September 28th, we got a ton of news. A lot, a lot, lot, lot of news. Ooh, guys, here we go. Our first piece of news was originally a data mine, now turned update and confirmed news. Once again, originally a data mine, new F099 tracks were data mined, now released. Now, they were data mined by Oatmeal Dome on Twitter, who we who we uh, talk about a lot on this podcast. They kind of dive into... They, they, they data mine, they dive into, like, when the Switch gets gets updated, what exactly changed. They jump into, like, you know, Splatoon updates. They do all this kind of cool data mine code stuff. And so, what do you need to know? Well, there have been a bunch of new tracks uh, added to F-099. We have five new tracks. We have one of them being Mute City 2. We have Port Town 1. Red Canyon 1, the like I at the end means 1, right? Like that that means 1, I think so. Death Wind 2 and White Land 2. Now, the first three were for normal racing, I should have said that. Uh the Death Wind 2 is for Pro Tracks events and the White Land 2 is Grand Prix exclusive. And now the Queen League which I am unfamiliar with, but it's good info to report. The Queen League will appear in Grand Prix events, and King League Circuits will be unlocked in mid-October. I assume more tracks of sorts coming in mid-October. So there are updates coming out for this game. Very cool to see that it is being supported even more than just the game being made. It's getting updates, getting new tracks, cool things like this. So very cool to see it getting updates. I will probably have to play more. I played the day that it came out. I played uh, one session like 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 two weeks ago for like an hour, and then I played last night actually. I need to sit down and like really start trying hard because I need to win number one. Have you won number one in F099 yet? Please comment. Comment everything. I'm telling you to comment so many things. Just make a, make a whole thread and like reply to yourself. Just comment, comment, comment. I want to know this kind of stuff. Have you gotten number one yet? The closest I got, if you're asking me, not to like bring myself into it, but like if you're just like wondering about where I've gotten, uh, I got 10th one time, 10th or 11th. It was one of those. I got 10th, 11th, something like that. And so, really, that's not bad, but it's not number one. What must be the worst is getting number two. Like, bro, you were milliseconds away. Like, that's got to suck. It's one thing to get number two in, in, like, Fall Guys or, like, Fortnite. Actually, that might suck worse. I don't know. But, like, getting number two in a race, bad. If you... Did one turn slightly earlier or better, you you might have won. Like, that has to haunt you. Anyways, now we move on. I'm not going to spend too much time on this next topic because it is not Nintendo-related. Barely even Nintendo Switch-related, but it is a big piece of news in the gaming world. So I won't spend too much time, but I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up right here. Epic Games, the creators of Fortnite and many other things, have laid off 900-plus employees, including the team behind Fall Guys. Uh, that's a little odd. You're laying off people who made Fall Guys? 
that's not cool. That's a lot of people that you're laying off. So they lay off people. Obviously, companies got to do it. But that's a lot of freaking people making some big cuts, maximizing revenue. I understand. Get those profits, lay off the employees. If, if you're one of the 900 employees, comment down below. I need to know. If we get one comment saying, I'm one of the epic employees, my life will be complete. We have news right here for our Nintendo fans and our Mario Matter fans in Australia. PAX Australia 2023 is happening. Can we get the date of when this is happening? When is PAX Australia 2023 happening? October 6th to Sunday, October 8th. Nintendo has revealed what games they're going to bring to PAX Australia. Let's run through, and I'll run through quick because not everyone here is from Australia. So let's run through. The games there for demo on, on the Nintendo Switch are... Mario Bros. Wonder, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero, Detective Pikachu Returns, it'll be out by then, Prince of Persia, Persia, The Lost Crown, Sonic Superstars, Star Ocean, The Second Story R, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and that is it. Now, if, if you're there, Nintendo is giving away items also at this PAX. If you're there and you play Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, the hidden treasure of Area Zero, the DLC, you will receive an exclusive pin set. Unclear what the pins are. And if you check in at the My Nintendo check-in booth, you'll get an exclusive Super Mario Bros. 8-bit Mario pin. So they're just handing out pins. I tweeted this the other day. I need a dang corkboard wall the way that Nintendo keeps on dishing out these pins. Like, there's so many of them. And then also, Detective Pikachu Returns hats will be available. Uh, I don't know that those are free. They, they sound like they would not be free. Pikachu hats? I mean, that's insane. Like, if that's free... You're, you're getting the, the deal of a lifetime. I'm so sorry. And then, also, Splatoon 3 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Championships will be hosted at PAX Australia. So, if you're a big Mario Kart player, this is your time to shine. If you're a Splatoon pro, this is also your time. Either way, that's all going down. Let's move on to our next news topic. We don't have much left. One more piece of news for the 28th of September. And then we have a piece of news for the 29th. So here we go. Also that night, that Thursday night, September 28th, we got revealed out of the blue. No one knew that rhymed. New Detective Pikachu Nintendo Switch Online icons now available. So there are going to be four waves of these icons last night as of, as of recording thursday night we got these revealed and they were made available so right now we just currently have five different variations of 
Pikachu himself with his little hat on and his magnifying glass. We have five different icons to choose from. We have some backgrounds. You know how Switch Online icons work. Five different ones right now. And the current selection, which is shown on screen for our video listeners, will be gone October 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. They always rotate every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So Wave 1 begins now, ends October 5th. Wave 2 is October 5th to October 12th. Wave 3 is October 12th to October 19th. Wave 4 is October 19th to October 26th. And if you miss all those dates, I'm so sorry. Because I believe that not only are these icons already like some of the best ones I've seen in a while, I believe there are three other waves. I think they're not going to miss with these icons. It's, it's, it's hard to miss and make a bad icon when the entire game is focused around Pikachu. You can't have a non-cute icon, so they're going to introduce more icons. They all should be amazing. Anyways, that's all happening. Once again, they rotate every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That is 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Central Time, and that's going to be like 2 a.m. in the UK. You get, you, you get the vibes, right? That's how it is. And now, we move to September 29th, Friday. One week out from Detective Pikachu Returns. Let's actually run through run through real quick and make sure that uh, there are that I did not miss any other news. Let's scroll through Twitter real quick. Is it guys Twitter or X? I think I think that it's X. I think it's X. Let's let's call it X. But no, there is really no other news that I have missed in terms of Nintendo related stuff. Apart from, whoa, did you guys see this? Pokemon X Van Gogh merch. I heard about this. There's this, like, Pikachu Pokemon merch. And I saw this video that if I if I can, if it's not, like, too violent, I'll put it on screen. I saw this video where, where people were, like, rushing to get this merch. I believe it's, like, oh, what's it called? Um... Let's search Pokemon Van Gogh. Pokemon Van... How do you spell Van Gogh? G-O-G-H? Is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was like some chaos to get a Pikachu with gray felt hat promo card. I believe this is what everyone was after, right? Because the Pokemon company tweeted today, We apologize to all the fans eagerly waiting... Uh, sorry awaiting our Pokemon Center X Van Gogh Museum release today. Due to overwhelming demand, all our products from this collection have sold out. We understand this this is disappointing to many who were looking look, sorry, who were looking to our official email and social media channels for guidance on how and when to purchase. We are actively working on ways to provide more Pikachu with gray felt hat promo cards for fans shopping at Pokemon Center in the future. Details will be will, will be released at a later date. Thank you for your understanding and continued support. So they had this card, and yeah, there's some chaos. People were trying to go and get copies of this card, and they all ran out. They ran out of copies of, of the card. It was chaos at the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, 
and yeah, rough stuff. So that's the only news of that I guess I I, I missed here, but, but we covered it now. Basically, Pokemon merch, high demand, people went crazy, chaos, and the Pokemon company apologized as they did not know the demand of this item. But we have one more piece of news before getting to our next segment. We have Kirby and the Amazing Mirror for Game Boy Advance released on Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. So, this also happened Thursday night, but I'm going to count it as September 29th in the news because depending on time zones, depending on it being scheduled for a Friday, let's just call it Friday news. Like, let's just do that. It's much easier. It makes more sense. But whenever there's something scheduled for a release on a certain day, as long as it's not like an actual game, uh, it always releases the night before, like an update for, for something, or this, or that, or a new Switch, on, Switch, on, Switch Online game, or a brand new, whatever it is. It's always available the night before. So, this is out. Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. Kirby and the Amazing Game. Kirby and the Amazing, you have to buy the Switch Online expansion pack just to play, which is kind of worth it. So you can't just, you know, dilly-dally with your original Switch Online plan. You have to have the expansion pack. Kind of sucks. I did want to play this, but I'm not buying the expansion pack. Sucks, but, you know, it's out there if you do have it. Brand new Kirby game, or not brand new, but, like you know, brand new brought to Switch, Switch Online. Very, very cool stuff there. I like how they keep on adding more. And, you know, they aren't forgetting about it, obviously. Maybe one day I'll buy the expansion pack. I don't know. Maybe eventually. We'll, we'll have to see. TBD on that one. Anyways, that is it for all of the Nintendo news headlines that we have to discuss right now. Now is where we get into our two segments and then answer your questions at the end of all of that. So, our first segment has to do with Detective Pikachu Returns. This game. It releases next Friday. October 6th, 2023. It's it's a big game in my eyes. But at the same time, it's a big game in my eyes. Do you care for Detective Pikachu Returns? Do you care at all? Are you excited for this? Let's talk about this and what it means for Nintendo, what it means what it means for for Switch and what it means for Detective Pikachu. Let's go. All right guys, I want to discuss a little video game coming out that a birdie told me about and by a birdie, I mean the June 2023 Nintendo Direct. This direct revealed a game that releases October 6th, 2023. The game, we've only mentioned it like 30 times in this podcast already. Detective Pikachu returns. Now he returns. Where did he come from? Now, as you may, probably should, definitely, most likely know, there is a Detective Pikachu movie. He also has his own video game on the Nintendo 3DS. Boy, do I have it right here. It is right here. This is a good old Detective Pikachu game. 
we are getting the sequel to the 3DS game of Detective Pikachu. And that is why he is Detective Pikachu Returns. He is returning. Now, here's the very odd thing. Let's take you through some backstory of this game before I give you the very interesting question and the point of this topic. Backstory. Detective Pikachu 3DS released in 20... Oh gosh, what's it, 18? I'm stupid. 2018, right? I'm so dumb. 2018, 2018. Pikachu. Pikachu 3DS. Release. 2018. 2018 was. So, I knew that. They put it out in 2018. And then not long after that, not long after that, we got an announcement saying, hey, Detective Pikachu, the sequel, is in development for... Nintendo Switch. Do you know when that announcement was? Pikachu. Uh, announced for Nintendo Switch. Do you know when, when that was? I know when it was. But I don't want to lie to you here. That was, I believe. Yeah, that, that, that was 2019. It took them four years to put out this Detective Pikachu game. And... It releases this Friday. Four years in the making. Now, let's discuss the uh, the game. Now, if you don't know, I'm streaming the original game this entire week before the sequel comes out. This Detective Pikachu Returns game comes out. There's so much advertisement for this game. There's so much of it. We see Nintendo put out, like, joke tweets like, hey... This is Pikachu. He is Pikachu. You know, like, they put out funny things. Let's actually read one of them just to give you some more context. If we go to the Nintendo of America Twitter, we can scroll, and it won't be long before... I mean, there's even one right here. It says, unravel a series of mysteries with a tough-talking, coffee-loving Pikachu when Detective Pikachu Returns comes to Switch in seven days. But they also put out, like, so many tweets... Just like, you know, funny little tweets. Let's let's find one. It won't be long. Here's one. Some Pokemon in Detective Pikachu Returns, such as Luxray, may use their special skills to assist with your investigations. When you need to look for hidden clues or sneak around undetected, rely on Luxray. He can even see through walls. I guess not funny tweets, but like, just little promo here and there. It's cool to see, man. It, it really is cool to see. And so, they're doing a lot of promo. Like, they don't do this much promo unless they know either it's a Mario game or whatever game they're doing promo for is about to do or has proven to do terrible numbers. Like, Pikmin 4, we know is most likely doing good sales numbers but before that pikmin games have never sold well so they needed to do all the promo they could can we please dive into the sales of detective pikachu for 3ds now there's not a final and official sales number for it as it was a late 3ds release and it's not a very big release either but all we know is that the original game did 40,000 copies first week in japan now how can we compare that on a scale? Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival 
did 20,000 copies first week. If you do not know if you don't know what that game is, it's a very memed on terrible game. Amiibo Festival went on to do just about 500,000 copies. I think that's what that's that's what that's what I read, but uh, I questioned the source. It did around that number, like 400,000 and 500,000 copies. So we can safely assume that Detective Pikachu probably ended up doing somewhere around 600k to 900,000 copies sold. That's not great, man. For a totally like Pikachu branded game, that's not amazing. Like that's that, that's that's probably not what you want for that game. However, it probably isn't a very high budget game considering they had released it they they released the original game after the Switch had released. So I feel like I, I feel like they had to know that it wasn't gonna do very amazing. But despite all these advertisements and everything all the promo, the trailers, it being in the last Nintendo Direct, I just see no one talking about this game. No one in my Discord cares. <laughs> no one on Twitter cares. <laughs> no one, no one on, uh, you know, Instagram cares, and no one cares, guys. No one cares about Detective Pikachu Returns. So I bring you the question. Do you care about Detective Pikachu Returns? I mean, this game, honestly, just feels like the wet fart of the Nintendo Quarter 4 lineup. Like, bro, find the odd one out. We have Mario Wonder. We have Mario RPG. We have WarioWare Move It. And then Detective Pikachu Returns. That's the only one that sticks out, that kind of pokes out to me. It's a weird one. What sucks about it is this game is, like, if you have a brain, you know dang well this is not about to do well. This, I don't know that Detective Pikachu Returns hits 1 million copies sold. I don't know that it does. I mean, but it has, like, all the makings to. It has a great cover art. It has a great name. It has Pikachu, it's Pokemon. It has great graphics. Whoa, 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 whoa. The graphics of this game are being criticized. Now, here's what you have to think. The original game was made on the 3DS. We all know that. A lot of people are saying this looks like they just like upscaled a 3DS game. That this game just looks so bad. It looks so choppy. It, it looks poor, poor, poor quality. And that's kind of been like the downfall of this game. I feel like a lot of people have written off, like written it off. Like if you ask somebody right now, hey, thoughts on Detective Pikachu? They're probably going to say, I like Pikachu, but it looks very bad. Like everyone's kind of main comment is the game looks bad. Now, I don't know what I'm seeing. I don't know if somebody hacked my computer and everything just looks crystal clear. And that's what I'm seeing. But when I search up this trailer for Detective Pikachu Returns, maybe this is just me. I don't think it looks that bad for a Nintendo Switch game. I'm, I'm watching it right this second. I don't think that it looks that bad there is like one scene 
and the first few seconds of the announcement trailer where it looks kind of bleh, like it looks kind of eh. But for the most part, I'm looking at it. I don't mind this at all. I'm looking at uh, Tim Goodman. I'm looking at all these characters. Dude, it looks fine to me. I don't understand. Pikachu looks good. The grass is good. The dialogue. There ain't nothing bad about this game. Now, obviously, dialogue graphics aren't, uh, aren't, aren't, aren't incredible. But, dude, it looks good. So, I don't know what the problem is. I think people are writing it off. Because not many are talking about it. And it looks bad. It looks bad. Bro, I have not beaten the original game. Which sounds bad. I've gotten like halfway through. And then I then I uh, decided that I would stream the game, so I stopped playing. But if I'm being honest, it's a it, it's a fun game so far. Like me getting halfway through, I I enjoyed every second of it so far. I don't know what you guys are seeing. Like, why are you not buying Detective Pikachu Returns? I'm not saying that you should buy it by all means, but what is your reason? Is it like lack of interest? Is it it looks terrible. Is it just, you know, if it was that good of a game, I would know about it. Like, what's your reason for not buying it? Once again, not going to argue, not going to say that your reason is invalid. I, I, I just like want to know, like, what should they have fixed to grab your interest? Because this game looks good. And I wanted to have this segment to, you know, openly talk about it. Because this game releases next week. No matter what the final verdict is of this game... I will have my podcast next Saturday, uh, which is obviously the day after it releases, October 7th, where I will, in that podcast, give you my first impressions and first thoughts of Detective Pikachu Returns. So, look forward, next Saturday, we will have that, we'll we'll have that air at 7am Eastern Time, and... I'll give you my thoughts. This game, I think, though, is, is going to be great. They spent four years making it. It would have to be, like, somewhat decent. And if you spend four years on, on anything, be it, you know, maybe like a little, maybe a YouTube short or maybe a YouTube video, and it doesn't do, like, somewhat, somewhat decent, something went wrong. This is the Pokemon Company. No, it's not. It's, like... Uh, who makes the game? It's, um, oh my gosh. Guys, I'm off my game today. Detective Pikachu developers. I know who it is. I see it every time that I boot the game up. Uh, creatures. Freaking creatures. I thought that so far, the last game was pretty good. Let's look up Metacritic. What are the review scores for Detective Pikachu? Uh, not the movie, but the game. Let's see. 71 out of 100 from the press and a 7.4 out of 10 from what people like you and me thought of it. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So a lot of people didn't like it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think this sequel is going to be a real good game. And I guess if you're hesitant, holding off is not a bad idea. I will tell you next week what I think of the game um, from my first impressions. I think it, dude, it's going to be good. I know it'll be good. Something is telling me it's going to be good. So I'm going to record the podcast that Friday. And I just won't record a segment 
I'll skip one segment and then I'll record a final segment uh, in the evening after I've played for a while. Should be good though. So I did want to have this just to openly discuss it and comment down below right now. Do you care about Detective Pikachu Returns and are you going to buy it come October 6th? Let me know. I must know. With that said, that is the segment. Now we get to some juicy stuff, guys. Our next segment is going to be settling controversial Nintendo topics. You're going to love this. I love these juicy segments. I don't want to wait. Let's just go. Now, guys, I have pulled five controversial Nintendo topics that you can't decide. Is this right? Is that right? We're going to break them down for you. So let's name you our five topics here, and I'm going to go through one by one in order and talk about what is a great solution for Nintendo or the community, because some are like the com it's, it's controversial within the community of Nintendo. Some are Nintendo needs to do this or that. So here are the five topics I, I will I will discuss today. One of them being the first one, Nintendo music listening. Because when they get posted on YouTube, they get taken down. But how else can you listen to them? What's the right way? Animal Crossing time travel. Should Nintendo Switch Online be free? Amiibo availability. And old game piracy. Piracy, I'll talk about. Which a lot of you like. So, in order. Let's go through. The first thing. Nintendo music listening. You might be like, what does that even mean? I just go to YouTube and search up this song and it's right there. Yeah. You know, that that is what you do. That's what you do. But if you don't know, Nintendo, when they have the chance, they don't always do it. There are Nintendo songs that have been up for years on YouTube. But oftentimes, when there's a bunch of Nintendo music uploaded from one channel, or there's like a 10-hour compilation of Nintendo songs, Nintendo likes to take those videos down. So you, so you cannot listen to Nintendo music on YouTube. But then that leaves people wondering like, okay, that's fine, but how else can I listen to your song apart from going to the exact part in the game and just listening to it in the background from my TV? Like how else do you, how else can I listen to your song? What's the proper way? I think if Nintendo is not going to have their music on YouTube, whether it's from them like it it's on their YouTube channel or it's from somebody else's channel, they need to put it on Spotify or on Apple Music or any of these other streaming platforms if it's not going to be on YouTube. Because there needs to be a way to listen to music, uh, you know, on some platform. If we, if we go to Spotify right now, go to Spotify and search C418. The entire Minecraft soundtrack is on Spotify. If you go in to Spotify, search uh, Sega. Here we have the Sega sound team. There's a bunch of Sonic Mania songs. There's Sonic songs. They do this. People put game songs on streaming platforms. That can be done. Now, Nintendo doesn't have to do that. But I think how you solve this is you make a Nintendo music channel on YouTube and you upload all your songs onto there. Po post like one per day. Like for example, um, 
say that there's like a hundred soundtracks that come out. So let's say a brand new Animal Crossing game released today. They begin posting like one or two per day. And with that logic, you would, you would have like a daily content and you would have all the songs on there for people to listen to officially. Daily content, daily songs, and everyone can listen to it on there. And the reason I say do it day by day and, and, and not all at once is because, like, what if there's a spoiler in a song? Like, what if there's, you know, uh, Tears of the Kingdom ending song? You know, like, you don't want to see that on day one. Now, you can, uh, you can, of course, not listen to it, but, like, you don't even, like, for me personally, like, I don't even want to see that, you know? So, I would just say... Post it day by day, but Nintendo needs to post their own songs. Not, not to mention, they can probably monetize it too. They can monetize that probably. Weird. And then, our next topic, Animal Crossing time travel. Should you do it? Is it okay? Are you cheating? This one is more niche. But I did want to discuss it because it is controversial. It's one of the more, like, niche but broad, controversial things in the in the Nintendo space. Animal Crossing time travel. Is it cheating? <sighs> That's a tough one. I, I thought I came here prepared, man. That is a tough one. Is it cheating? No, no, it's not. It's it's not cheating. Maybe it's improper. Maybe it's 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 not playing how Nintendo intended. That's a hard thing to say. Nintendo intended. Um, but no, no, it's not cheating. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. I can't call it cheating. Because here's why. Cheating in Animal Crossing, coming from a diehard Animal Crossing fan, I think would be hacking in items that you did not earn. Now, you can... I don't count treasure islands as cheating. If you don't know what that is, it's when you go to someone's island that's like giving away tons of free stuff. Um, I don't count Nookazon as tweeting. Uh, sorry, as cheating, not not tweeting as cheating. And it, if if you don't know, Nookazon is where you can buy things from from other players, like kind of trade trade items. I don't count that as not tweeting. It's cheating. I don't count that as tweeting. Cheating. Stop. I don't count Nookazon Nookazon as cheating. But I don't think that time traveling is cheating what i think it is is say that you know you have school or you have work and or you have commitments or you have a family which i'm sure you must um and you just might not want to have to play an animal crossing game every single day just to get different rewards like for example uh, I'm a big, like, non-time traveler, especially when an Animal Crossing game uh, is, like, in its prime. Like, when the game releases, I'm not time traveling all then just to see all the brand new stuff. But not everyone wants to, like, play Animal Crossing on Christmas Eve at 5 p.m. just to play the Christmas event. Like, what if there's somebody who's who's busy that day and wants to play it days before? Like... I wouldn't fault them for time traveling because they won't have the opportunity to do said action two days later on that day, you know? So I don't fault people for that. I think cheating comes into play when you're, once again, hacking in items that aren't even yours or you buy 
uh, items for real world money, which is actually against TOS terms of service. So I think that's cheating. And you can do it. I just like, I'm not even going to fault you for either of those things. But in terms of cheating, I think that's what it is. I think that's your cheating definition. And then, should Nintendo Switch Online be free? (sighs) Hard to say. Because here's the thing. Nintendo Switch Online is probably making Nintendo bank. And by bank, I mean like 50 mil a year, probably. Here's the thing. If we went back to how Nintendo used to run online servers, they had the Wii, the DS, and the Wii U and 3DS online servers. Two of those are still online now. Uh, those were all free. Those were all free. Uh, you didn't you didn't have to pay a dime to use them. And now that we have to pay, this is the first time the first time that we've had to pay. You never got anything really with the previous online servers. Like you would have access to the to the um, to to Meverse like on the Wii U and 3DS, but you never like got free things out of it. And so what I think makes Switch Online different is yeah, you're paying a subscription, a monthly or yearly subscription, but the difference is they give you free icons, they give you free NES games, SNES games, Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games. They give you uh easier ways to earn Platinum points. They give you save data backup, which actually should not be behind a paywall. That's kind of weird. But they give you so many different things. I think at that point, Switch Online must be worth it. I think Switch Switch Online is worth it. And I got to say, it kind of, it it really helps Nintendo. Because once again, they never charged a, a, a nickel, a penny for online service servers. But now that they do... We got to support them, keep their servers running. We're giving them bank. And at the end of the day, we all get to play online. And it it, it, it helps them fit in more with like Xbox and PlayStation. Because like you, you got to pay for those online servers. But you never had to do that with Nintendo. So, you know, I think it should not be free. I wouldn't now, you know, I like free things. But with how much they provide, they can make the case for making it cost money you know and then amiibo availability is our next controversial topic amiibo availability so the big controversy here is like there's never enough amiibo in stock for example tears of the kingdom link amiibo uh, released may 12th with the game and now can you can you find it anywhere apart from like ebay uh link amiibo um, Amazon sold out, uh, sold out Amazon, uh, Nintendo website sold out. So it's like all gone now. It's just gone. Actually it, it's on Best Buy, but it's essentially normally gone. The, like stock is gone. And same thing with like Pyra and Mithra Amiibo. Like, have you seen that anywhere recently? Cause I haven't, maybe you have, but I haven't. There's no stock of these things apart from launch day. There's no stock. How do we fix this? I I feel like the reason why they don't provide enough stock is kind of because they don't want to over deliver when Amiibo 
or a dying, dying gimmick. I think that Nintendo's not selling as many Amiibo as they once were, and that's kind of obvious, right? It was much bigger back when they first launched. They were making more Amiibo. They were making more stock. I mean, like, the week after Amiibo launched, there were so many at, at my local stores, at my local Target, local GameStop. There were so many. Now I just feel like Nintendo doesn't really know how many Amiibo are going to sell. Like, when when they restock the Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Peach Amiibo from, like, the Mario Party series randomly, like, last April, I don't think that they knew that that was going to be, uh, you know, a full sellout or that nobody would, would buy it. So they just made, like, a few to have every one of them sell, but don't, like, over over over-deliver where, like, there's so many just sitting on the shelf. I think they're, like, toying with it. They're, like, seeing if people are buying Amiibo. Like, random. The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess Link restocked um, at GameStop when Tears of the Kingdom released. That's, like, when I bought it. And now it's nowhere to be found. Like, they don't know how much stock to provide. It's so weird, but they need to... I don't know. They need to be better with that. They do need to be better with Amiibo availability. I'd say whatever amounts they're making right now needs to go up by like 0.5. Like it kind of needs to go up. Take half of that and like make it make an, an another half. So if if they're making 500k, which just theoretically make 750k you need a little bit more stock you need a bit more and then finally our last controversial topic to settle piracy nintendo game piracy now i will go ahead and say pirating piracy itself is illegal pirating nintendo switch games you should never do i have to legally encourage you to never pirate anything but like switch games like bro come on they're still being sold on the eShop in stores. They're still being sold. Like, that I can't really, like, support. You know. But then people will say it's morally okay to pirate games that aren't being sold anymore. Nintendo will go after you. Like, bro, if I walked into the Nintendo headquarters with a pirated copy of Animal Crossing New Leaf running on my Steam Deck, the ninjas are gonna get me. Like, I'm going to jail. I'm kidding. Maybe not jail, but like, you know, I'm I'm getting fined if, if they feel like it. Like, if they wanted to, I would get fined, probably. Or who knows what would happen. But you cannot do that. Here's the thing, though. Animal Crossing New Leaf is not being sold. How do you fix piracy? Nintendo. Uh, I feel that a lot of fans who pirate video games just say, it's morally okay to pirate the games, and this is not me saying that. They say it's morally okay to pirate the games that are no longer being sold. Nintendo, if you if you put a bunch of Wii games, uh, Wii U games, 3DS games, DS games, on either Switch or had the shop running on their own respective consoles, 
you could now make the case that no one can ever pirate a Nintendo game below N64. And I say below N64 because NES, SNES, N64, they're all on, they're all on Switch Online. They're kind of like, you have a way to pay for those games now. But like, you cannot buy a copy of Big Brain Academy for the DS apart from buying it from scalpers on eBay. So this is what I suggested to Nintendo a long time ago. I said, because they can't keep like the DS shop and the Wii shop open for very like for long periods because no one's really using it in 2023. What you do is you open up those shops like three times a year and you sell those kinds of games on that shop. So sell uh, DSiWare on the DS shop. They can they can probably sell like Wii games on the Wii shop channel, right? Find a way to list these games or list every single Wii game on the Wii U shop. You need to put these games somewhere, someplace, because everyone says as long as they're not being sold, it's morally okay to pirate them. If they're being sold on the Wii U, like sell all your Wii games on on the Wii U. If you know every DS game is being sold on three on three DS. They're being sold. No one can morally pirate them. That's what you do. Now, I don't want to like shut down piraters because last time that I like was like piracy. Whenever I say piracy is illegal, everyone comes after me like dislike, dislike, screw you. He doesn't like piracy. I think piracy is cool. Is it illegal? Yeah. But like I, I, I have to say that, you know, like I'm not being rude to you. I, I, I don't like to, you know, be that guy. Piracy is legal. I don't like to be that guy. But I just have to say that. That's how you fix piracy. You find a way to list every game that you have on some storefront. There you go. That's it. Because then, not only can people buy it, not only can you make money, but no one can argue that your games are not being sold anymore. And that's why they pirated them. That's my suggestion. We have settled controversial Nintendo topics. Let me know in the comments if you agree or disagree with any of them, uh, which I expect disagreement. I expect agreement. I want to know your takes on all those. Like, answer those five topics with your takes, and I want to see them. I will heart some comments if you comment on YouTube, and I will try to use a poll on Spotify if I can figure that out. But yeah, that, uh, that, that's, that's all the topics. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's get to our final segment of the day where we answer your questions. Are you ready? No? Maybe. Maybe you're ready? Either way, let's go. Now it is the time to answer your questions. You all have left me questions to answer on the great show that you know as the Mario Matter, and we are going to do just that, guys. So, if you're wondering how to ask me a question for the show, feel free. Go, there are two ways. One way is on my YouTube channel. Go to the YouTube channel Swizzle and go to the community tab. Every Wednesday, apart from this week because I forgot, every Wednesday there will be a post saying, hey, hope you're well, ask me questions here, and you comment that down below. You can do that. 
or another way is to join my Discord server, link in description. Go there, head over to the Ask M Swizzle channel, and type your question in there. Very simple, and if you want to get your, your question guaranteed an answer, become a channel member on YouTube. I will leave the link down below to become a channel member for as low as $1.99. You will get special podcast episodes that no one else sees, a guaranteed question, special emojis, a badge next to your name, so much cool stuff for the low price of $1.99. We have one member question here from Mac Match Mac 77266. They ask, should Nintendo port some of the Game Boy Color games over to the Switch, like Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. Um, they're already doing that kind of stuff, right? We have some Game Boy Color games. Uh, let's pull up the list. We have Game Boy Color, Nintendo Switch Game Boy Color games. Let's see. They have a lot of those. They have a lot of Game Boy Color games, I, I believe. We've got, uh, we have Legend of Zelda. Uh, what's it? Uh, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. We have, sorry, we have Link's Awakening. We have Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare. There's a lot of Game Boy Color games, but uh, we could use some more, I guess. We have Warrior Land 3. We could use a few more. I wouldn't mind, but my answer is yes. They should bring some more games over. And then on to non-member questions, we have a few. Johnny Cage asks, haven't asked a question in a while. But what's a remake that you want that is not Animal Crossing New Leaf? You know me too well. Um, a remake that I would want, not Animal Crossing New Leaf. Um, man, do you know what? I don't know that you'd call it, no, that's more of a remaster. I was going to say Disney Infinity, but like, you don't have to, you know, would that be like a remake that that's a that's a remaster kind of thing. <sighs> Do you know what I would want? Animal Crossing City Fort. No, I'm kidding. Um, I would take, not even by Nintendo. I would take Epic Mickey, a remade version of Epic Mickey for the Wii. A remade version, remade, not remastered. Rem Epic Mickey is the sickest game known to man. You bring me Epic Mickey, I I bring you money. I pay for that game. That's what I want. Epic, bring me Epic Mickey. That's it. Done. And then Munch1298YT asks, do you think that Mario Bros. Wonder will, will be the best 2D Mario game yet? Um, yeah, uh, I think yes. I think so. I've, I've seen people who have already played it say, um, it's got to be game of the year. I've seen, which I don't agree that it'll be game of the year, but if it's, if they're saying that, it's got to be phenomenal. And it's just like the, the most decked out one. When you have seen trailers for Mario Bros. games in the past, it's always been like, you know, Mario jumping on mushrooms and hitting Goombas. This is something that we have never seen before. This is Mario turning into an elephant. This is Mario with wonder seeds and the whole map changes. This is brand new enemies. This this is everything brand new. And so 
not even because things are brand new. Obviously, things will be brand new in a brand new Mario game, but just everything is different. There are badges, brand new features. I think that it is the biggest, the baddest, the best Mario 2D game that will be made so far yet. Best 2D Mario yet. I'm predicting that. And then Orange Luigi asks, do you think Nintendo will make a Mario Maker 3? Yeah, I think so. I think not until the next console, though, because the thing is, like, if you made it for the Switch, what would you even add? You'd probably add Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, You'd probably add all the new enemies. But at the same time, if you put it out on the Switch and we had our next console release within the next year or next two years, uh, it's almost like a wasted release because I think a Mario Maker 3 would do better on the next system like it'd be a bigger sell to go and buy that next system because mario maker is such a loved uh loved game and it would definitely help sell the next console even more if if you aren't sold at launch you know that would certainly help it sell more i think that they will make a mario maker 3 for sure uh, but it'll be on the next system with all the brand new Mario Wonder stuff and new story mode and brand new content for sure. Salmon74 asks, do you think that Mario Bros. Wonder will have potential DLC such as, such as, such as more characters, badges, and levels? Um, will it have potential DLC? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> will it will it have DLC? Do I think that it'll have DLC? <sighs> Hard to say, because realistically, a lot of Nintendo games just don't get DLC. Like, the only games that have DLC are Animal Crossing, Mario Kart, Splatoon 2, Splatoon 3. And I'm probably missing a few, but those are like the big ones. Did I say Animal Crossing? I think <laughs> I, I I think so. Um. Oh, and sorry, and uh, Breath of the Wild. But like... It's not a lot of games that get DLC. Uh, but if you notice, most, uh, and, and Smash Bros, obviously. If you, if you notice, most of the best-selling Nintendo Switch games have DLC. I think what they're going to do, well, no, because if they're going to add DLC, it's probably already in development. Mm. That's such a, it's such a tough one. That's, that's a tough one. I'm going to say, oh my gosh, that, that's, because how much, like, how much DLC is DLC? Like, if they add one more world, two characters, and a few more badges, is that worth, like, 25 bucks? I don't think so. I think that DLC has to be major for 25 bucks, which it'll probably be. I think to make Mario DLC worth it, you have to add, like, honestly? Like two or three worlds, you know, of like extra content, two characters, and in like five badges. And I don't know that they want to go the extra distance to add three more full-on worlds to Mario Wonder. So with that, my answer is that is is actually gonna be no. I do not think it'll have DLC. I think it'll just kind of be like a one and done, like a like it like it went out on top. Like it was a great game, and it just doesn't need any more added. It was just the the, the game itself. Great game. That's it. And then the the rumor asks, what's better, Animal Crossing New Horizons or Animal Crossing New Leaf? 
we answer this question like every 15 episodes. It's it's a good debate to have every every 15 episodes. Which is better, New Leaf or New Horizons? I answered this a long time ago, and I don't remember what I said. I think that I might have said... I might have said New Leaf. It's so hard, because like New Horizons has more content, I would say, and more things to do, but New Leaf is such a special game. New Leaf has the upper leg on everything that New Horizons... On the basic parts of Animal Crossing that, that New Horizons has. So furniture is better in New Leaf. Uh, uh, sorry, hold on. The basic stuff is better. Like for things like the the Christmas furniture, better in New Leaf. Halloween furniture, better in New Leaf. But like you don't have like this big pumpkin carriage in New Leaf. That's like there's more furniture in New Horizons, but better types when you compare two pieces of two like Halloween chair, New Horizons, Halloween chair, New Leaf. New Leaf is better. But New Horizons adds so much more. But then again, New Leaf has things that New Horizons doesn't doesn't have. Like New Horizons doesn't have Club LOL or Kix's store or um Harriet's Shampoodle store. And they have those characters in the game, but they're just not doing what they used to do, and that's what made New Leaf special. Having all these different stores. <sighs> Man. So tough. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm saying New Leaf. Sticking to the guns. Animal Crossing New Leaf. Then Sleek Finds asks, Do you think Nintendo Switch Sports is actually a good game? I know a lot of people have nostalgia for Wii Sports. And it's not exactly the sports, but I think it's still a good game. And we have to be thankful they didn't make the cosmetics into a battle pass. Certainly. A battle pass of cosmetics would have been would have sucked that would have been terrible i do like how they make you play to unlock all all, all the costumes though like that's kind of cool is is it a good game i think certainly i think it if it wasn't if it wasn't a good game i think it would it would not have sold like 8 million copies or whatever it sold uh people just like to put it down because and i'm guilty of this because it's not like Wii Sports. It should have been more like Wii Sports. And and I've said that too. I'm not saying that, you know, everyone else says that. But I think it's the greatest game ever. Um, I say it too. But like deep down, realistically, uh, I think it's a really good game. I just don't play it enough. But like w when I was playing it, when it released last year, uh, it was very fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. Even like the badminton and uh, tennis and... Chambara. Chambara was gas, bro. It's a real good game. And maybe it just shouldn't be like Wii Sports. It, it just shouldn't be that similar. And that's probably just what it comes down to. So, they did good, but, you know, everyone and myself included kind of crapped on it when it came out, because it's not at all like Wii Sports. And it could have been better. It could have had basketball, could have had baseball, could have had boxing. At least those last two, because... Wii Sports had that. It should just kind of carry over, not lose content. You know. It's a good game. And then we have Super Lone Star Bros asking, if you could choose the next Nintendo game to release, what would it be? Um, Apart from me saying, like, Animal Crossing, 
probably Detect Detective Pikachu Returns, probably, which is the, the next game to release. Because here's why. Uh, they have not released a brand new Detective Pikachu game in 2018, five years. I think that we're due. We're due for a brand new game. I have what I believe is the largest amiibo ever. The Detective Pikachu amiibo. I need to find some way to put that to use. Okay. I need to find some way. This game is it. I could not be more excited for Detective Pikachu Returns. Now, I'm probably more excited for Mario Wonder than I am for Pikachu, but you're asking me for the next game to release, I want Pikachu first, then Mario Wonder after that. So, my answer, if not like Animal Crossing or something, Animal Crossing Remake, Animal Crossing New Game, I say, for the next Nintendo game, give me Detective Pikachu Returns. And then, Reed Silvestrini, 1445, says, or asks, do you think the next nin Nintendo console will be revealed at the end of a direct or elsewhere. Good one. Will it be revealed at the end of a direct or elsewhere? I think where it'll be revealed, I think there's no there's no sugarcoating it. I think because Nintendo likes to announce things at E3, and E3 doesn't look like it's going to be happening much more, you know, moving forward. I believe they will create a special presentation. I don't even believe that it'll be called direct. Uh, you know what? It might, it might, it might, it might. I think they'll announce like some sort of presentation. They'll announce a special digital event. Tune in at this time for a special Nintendo announcement. And we all know like what it's going to be. It's going to be the next console. Um, but they, they're not going to say, tune in for the next console announcement. Like, no, 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 no. They're going to say, tune in um, at this time for an announcement. That's all it'll be. And they're going to they're gonna announce the next console, give us a little short reveal trailer, and then in the following months or weeks, we will get um, details on the console and probably in that, re in, in that reveal trailer will, if the rumors are true and it's, it's, it's coming out next year, we'll probably get the exact release date for whatever this next console is. Uh, if it truly is coming out next year, if it's not, then we'll probably get like a 2025 at the end of it. But yeah, I think they don't do it in a direct cause <sighs> If they do it in a direct, that kills the direct. Because let's say they announce this game, that game, that game. All coming to Switch. I think you announcing a brand new console is like, why would I buy any of those? New console coming soon, you know? So I think that that would kill the direct. I think what, what, what you do is you announce it in like April or so. And you do your June direct. But in that direct, show, show some Switch games. And, and then show... Um, a bunch of new games coming coming to Switch 2. So that's where you would that's where you would reveal your brand new 3D Mario game. That's where you would reveal uh, Mario Kart 9 if they had it ready. And I think that's what you do. And then final final question: Nobo Marker Pen 
asks, what what Nintendo what Nintendo game are you most excited for that's coming out by the end of this year that is not Super Mario Bros. Wonder? Hmm. Um. Yeah. I will probably give you. There's not many options. I think I'll give you Super Mario RPG. That remake. Because my options are WarioWare Move It, Detective Pikachu Returns, and Super Mario RPG. I think, I, I, you know, out of those three, I think I'm giving you Mario RPG. That game looks fun. It's a brand new Mario game to me. Obviously, it is a remake, but I've never beaten it. I might have, like, toyed with it, but, like, never... I forget all about it. So Mario RPG, because that was like that game released before my time. So I never played it because of that. And I just like never went back and, and and like really played through it. So to me, I'm looking at that game as a brand new Mario game. Once again, it's not. But if you've never played Mario RPG, the original, I, I, I think it's totally fair to see it as a brand new Mario game. That's what I'm looking at it as a brand new Mario RPG game. So that kind of gets me excited for it. Uh, so that's what I'm going into it with the mindset like. And that is it for all of our questions. And that is it for the podcast, the Mario Matter episode number 57. That is it. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, if you liked, please leave us a positive rating on. Uh, oh my gosh, my sweater. Sweatshirt ripped. What the heck? Please leave us a positive rating on Apple, Spotify, any podcast platform that you listen to. We would appreciate it. And thank you so much for viewing, listening, watching, subscribing, liking, commenting, all the cool stuff. Shout out to our channel members. I appreciate you all so much. They'll be shown in the video outro. And with that, I'll see you all next Saturday for my first impressions on Detective Pikachu Returns. And we are streaming all this next week. Don't miss it. Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday night, probably. If we need to stream Thursday night, we will. Uh, like if we didn't beat the game Wednesday or something, you know? I don't know. We'll see. I'll see you all soon. Adios. Adios.